Welcome to Ryan and Adam's show. My name is Adam. Hi, uh, welcome to the show. My name is Ryan. We just heard Take Me Away by Ween, and that one goes out to our pals, Josh and Jason, Yeah, who have started a podcast on the newly formed Turbo Podcast Network, <laughs> and there is called On The Can. Uh, yeah, that was my bad. Their podcast is called On The Can. Yeah, that... Not In The Can. I think In The Can might be better. It is better, but On The Can is a little um, gnarlier. It, yeah. it makes me think, oh, you're listening to this On The Can right yeah, now. In The Can is like, oh, it's recorded in the can, or like... In oh, the, the album's in the can, too. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's a butt thing. There's a in the butt, sort of in the can, getting yeah. in the can. On the can sounds like you're taking a duty. Yeah, and uh, that's what you did a few times with those boys. You were the, the first guest on their podcast. They keep asking me to do it, and I, I have to kind of be like, guys, get someone else on there. But yes, I did. 
I've now done three. The third has not yet been released, but the first two, the one was just us bullshitting, and the other one was us going through chocolate and cheese. No, well, that's awesome. And uh, it was fun. Um, I, I, I don't know a lot about music. Like, I can't, like, get into the, like, ooh, the guitars come in it. Like, like I'm not, like, that guy, but I can tell you what a song means to me personally. Yeah, know? I kind of liked um, how... It wasn't just them reading a Wikipedia page about the article. You guys were just talking about how the song, what came up in the moment yes, of listening yes. and how you felt about it and what you liked about it personally. Yeah, that's how I tried to keep it. Yeah, that's how I like it. So if you're into albums and, and hearing um, personal thoughts from your old pals, yeah. former guests on the show all, check out On The Can. Now on the Turbo Podcast Network, if you would like, yeah, Jason to, and Josh, you'd like to join the Turbo Podcast Network or the uh, TPN, as uh, I, I like to refer to it. Please email us the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail and submit your idea for a podcast show. Um, do Jason and Josh know that they're part of this network? They do now. <laughs> they're part of the Turbo Podcast Network, and you can be too. Just yes. email us. That'd be fun. How you doing, man? How you doing, buddy? I'm all How's right. It going? I'm over here I'm eating a burrito bowl. Uh, <laughs> I was watching a new SNL, which was interesting, and I've I've had 95 pieces of candy, and I'm just jo- I'm just rocking and rolling, man. I'm doing I'm doing all right. You're just jogging and rolling. I'm just I don't know what I was gonna say. Jiving? I don't know what I was Jiving gonna say. Jiving and rolling. <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. I I, I actually have some notes. About what? <laughs> I, well, just like if we need to get on a subject, I have like topics. Uh, sometimes I go, you know what would be fun to bring up on the show? And so I write it down. We don't always get to it, but sometimes I do that. Like, what's the first one you got on oh, your list? Well, I will tell you, I will absolutely tell you the one that I we need to mention. This is the only one we need to mention. I have a feeling that we're not going to need to mention it. Well, I'm sure everyone who listens to this already knows, but I'm not going to do the pod and not get this down on the pod, All which right. is to say that... Our movie, Matty Ice P.I., is now on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm glad that you said that. That was important to mention. I thought you were going to say that um, we were going to have Matthew Perry on the show. But... It's absolutely one of the notes on here. It's absolutely one of the notes on here. No, but, but the Matty Ice one, I feel like, had to be brought see, up. See, that's important. Because as I was saying Matty, you rolled your eyes, and I thought, I wonder why he doesn't want me to say this. Oh, you thought I was going to do the Matthew Perry thing. Matthew Perry Ice is streaming on Amazon Prime. Listen, this is huge to me. I don't know how you did it, Adam. It's huge to me, too. I don't know how you did it. And even though we haven't seen a dime yet, although we may, the fact that this movie is uh, costing uh, money, very little money, by the way, um, it makes it feel so much more authentic. Like, I told my family now. Neither, None of them have followed up on watching it. But, like, I felt much more... I was talking to a coworker today about movies, and I thought, I could tell him. I didn't. But it was just like, it feels like we made a movie. It's on a streaming service now. It's not just some YouTube video. It, it's on a real streaming service for money. It makes it feel so much more official. Yeah, when someone asked me, uh, so, Adam, what do you do for work? I could say, well... I got a movie on Amazon Prime. I meet somebody now. I I don't just say oh, flex it. I don't just say like oh yeah we like to make little movies. They're on YouTube. I'm like all embarrassed, which is what I used to do. Now it's like well actually one of them is on Amazon Prime. I mean that. I mean they might watch it and go this is a piece of shit, but 
th- that factoid. It's it, a prime piece of shit. Yeah, it's an Amazon Prime <laughs> piece of shit. A prime dookie. It makes you know it's making Bezos money. Like I I <laughs> I feel really good about it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how you did it, but I'm still flying kind of high on it. I don't know how I did it either. Uh, you upload your movie to a third party, which shoots it out to uh, streamers, and the whole idea was to get it on Tubi. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking, if we're lucky, we'll get it on Tubi. And pff, somehow, I didn't even know Amazon Prime was on the table for us. And um, Halloween night, you text me and Jason and say, it's on Amazon Prime. Well, yeah, you guys were, you've been riding and riding me for months and months. A and, little. And you, a little, you're like, let's just put this on YouTube. I was getting a little like I wanted and it I out. And I forgot, I, you know, I was checking it on a daily basis and then... You know, I, I went away and I forgot and I hadn't checked it in a few days and then you were giving me grief and I, and I looked and there it was on Amazon Prime. I mean, it wasn't really your grief. It, it was just they, like, what are we doing they, about this? But they don't give you any heads up. It's just, surprise, it's on Amazon Prime. You have to look and find it yourself. It's, it's There's a chance somebody else found it before I did. Yeah. You know? It's very, very cool though. It's very, very cool. And I was having like a bad... It's somewhat of a bad week. Halloween wasn't bad, but I was having somewhat of a bad week. So to see that, it was like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. That it, was very cool. I got so jazzed at how jazzed you and Jason were about it. Me and Jason made me Jason was like, I'm happy, and that's a big deal for yeah. me. <laughs> like he literally worded it that way. Yeah. It was like, this is like we do not feel pride. It was like a feeling of like, whoa. We made a movie and it's actually like on a streaming site. And and the funny is it's so stupid. It's like you could look at it like how I felt like being on IMDb 10 years ago. I'm sure in 10 years from now I'll be like, so what that we're on Prime? But right now, uh, that's an enormous accomplishment to me. That makes me feel like we actually made a movie. It's like when I when I first put an album on Spotify. Whoa, I can't believe it. But really, any monkey with... Yeah. $60 can put an album on Spotify. And probably, however you did the Amazon Prime, pro- probably ne- almost anyone could do it. I mean, I was I was really worried that there was going to be a few things that would be roadblocks, but I, I guess they didn't watch the movie. Or they know? didn't care. Or they didn't care. Some intern watched it and said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it, it follows. It's, it, I'm just throwing it on there. It, Be- it was- Bezos's nephew <laughs> watched it. All right. Colin, Colin Bezos. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it's very fucking cool. And listen, everyone out there should buy it. I mean, it's like five, six dollars. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, please. Uh, Give me a break. This burrito bowl was almost 30 bucks on DoorDash. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you have to lose? Yeah, you could watch it. And you know what? Watch it again. Yeah, watch it. It honestly gets better. I, I agree. It does. And uh, it really, because who knows what else, if, if anything, we'll, we'll ever make again. So to have a movie done and have it there. It was very cool. Yeah. It was very cool. So, oh, so that's the that's I wanted to get that out there to the public, to the people. I already forgot about it. I oh I didn't. <laughs> I'm already forget. on to the next crisis. I did not forget it. I did not. And by the way, Ma- uh, Matthew Perry was going to be a guest on the the show, but uh, whoa, Josh Chen's calling me. Yeah, put him on. Should I answer on the show? Yeah. Hey, Josh, you're on the Ryan and Adam show. What's up? Oh, um, uh. Come on! I, I didn't know I was going to be... Well, why are you calling me? I wanted to let you know that, you know, you shouldn't tell people... <laughs> All right, hold on a second. I'm, putting, I'm taking you off speaker here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. I'm just going to, Josh, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. All right. (laughs) I don't know what he was going to say, but it didn't sound like something that I wanted on here. I don't know what it was going to be. Yeah. Well, he never calls me, so I'm I'm actually curious, but I I wasn't gonna talk to him. We could talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't feel much about Matthew Perry uh, dying. Uh, no, 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 no. I think it's upsetting no, 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 that he's dead. No. All right. What you don't think so? I just no. It's. I don't want to talk about it. Why not? I guess I just don't. It's surreal to a certain extent when anyone young dies, I think. But you seem upset. Were you crying from this? or No. <laughs> you know what I'll tell you? All right. This is a thought I had. And okay. I, I, I just want to say, get this thought out there. No. People say The Exorcist was a cursed set. They say Poltergeist was a cursed set. Mm-hmm. Whole nine yards. <laughs> Didn't work out so well for the two leads. You All got right. Bruce Willis with dementia. You got Matthew Perry, unfortunately, sadly, is dead. Just saying. I don't right. remember who else is in that movie. Amanda but they sh- Pete. Amanda Pete should watch her back. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's isn't, it. Isn't that movie kind of a steaming pile of garbage? I feel like it was ri- It was like on the coattails of Analyze This. It was like, oh, we'll make a mob comedy, you know? And then Analyze That was terrible. And I think the whole 10 Yards was terrible. It was like, no, you don't make sequels to that kind of a movie. I guess it was successful enough to... Um I Get saw a it. Sequel. I saw it. I mean, um, but I money, money wise, I don't remember it much. It's very sad uh, with having a Bruce Willis as well. It kind of a kind of a huge box office success. It was those kinds of movies used to be able to make movies money. Remember there was Michael your- Clark Duncan's in it. He also. Oh my god, dude! This is this is actually working for me. <laughs> the whole nine yards is cursed. Who else is in that movie? Uh, Rosanna Arquette, she's still around. Kevin Pollack, N- Natasha Henstridge. I don't know. I don't think anything bad happened to any of them. Not yet. Yeah. Not. I don't know. So watch your back, uh, cast of the <laughs> whole nine yards. So anyway, that's two of my notes right off the top there. Well, you're you're killing it. You're killing it so far. I mean, I'd say, I'd say you're one for two. What's your third note? I, I got a bunch of let's them. Just, I, let's just go down the notes. Let's I have go. I have Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, we both saw that. I, and I know we don't want to spoil, but I thought we both saw an, an enormous movie that just came out. It might be worth mentioning. Oh, yeah. What did you think? We actually haven't talked in person about it. You know, I it was awesome. I got to tell it was, you. It was such a such a sick movie. I loved it. I loved it. And I and I and I, the first time I saw it cuz I read we both read the book. The way that it's framed, yeah, uh, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the book, the book has a twist, but the movie doesn't. The movie opens with the twist. Yeah, and but I think it's like I listened to this podcast, the big picture on it, and it's like they were talking about, it, and I kind of agree with them. It's like Scorsese, like knew what kind of movies he makes, and so it's almost like a riff on the movies he used to make. So he's having he's he's commenting on like film like I feel like there's a lot of deeper shit going on in the way that he like that ending without I, saying much. I mean, I thought it was um more like a period piece Tarantino movie where it's just over the shoulder shot conversations that are super intense and engrossing. It's hard for me to tell you my my what I'm trying to say without spoiling. So maybe off mic, but mm. I felt like he knows he's at the end of his career, and so he's. I think he's making like statements with these movies. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. 
Yeah, you're you're seeing some excellent performances by some of the best oh, actors alive. I mean, Leo's Leo's being very Leo in that he's doing this very sort of like Leo character, but De Niro, I thought was like you forget you're watching Robert De Niro, which is like mm. unbelievable that 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 he can still do that. I kind of thought that his, his accent kind of it started pretty strong. The first scene with Leo and like, De Niro together is some of the best Hollywood filmmaking you're going to see in, for the next 25. I almost feel like both of them, towards the end of the movie, yeah. <laughs> sort of forget a little they bit. They were feeling like, oh man, four hours, jeez. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, can't sp- I don't want to spoil. I don't want to say too much. I loved it. I thought it was fucking awesome. I really oh, did. Absolutely. And uh, I wasn't bored. I saw it by myself, so I had no one really to talk to about it. Yo, so. Lily Gladstone? Are uh, you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, she was incredible. Where'd she come from? Yeah, she was incredible in it. Have you seen her in anything no, else? No, no. I mean, going toe-to-toe with heavyweights. That's what They were talking about that on that pod. And kind of like, like outdoing yeah, it. Yeah. They were like, when she's in scenes with Leo, you're not looking at Leo. You're looking at her. Like, she's fucking great. And like, that's hard. Unreal. No, no. My boy, uh, Sturgill Simpson, uh, has a, a, a role in it. I didn't even notice. Yeah, he's a... Do you know Sturgill Simpson? Yeah, I, I know him yeah, from he's, he's Gemstones. A, yeah, and, he's a country yeah. music guy. And, uh, yeah, he's the he introduces them... He introduces the two main characters oh, okay. to, a, to a pretty gnarly dude. And, uh, he, you know, this guy's a, a country music singer, and he's got to share the screen with Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Yeah, right. And, and he's holding his own, man. It's it's like there's so many. I think a lot of it is just the uh, the way the movie was. It's just it's a uniquely made movie. Again, it's hard to talk about without spoiling. I mean, look, it's it's sad. It's very sad. It's 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 bleak and it's very long. Mm. So anyone who's gonna see it should know that this is a theater movie. Dude. Might not be your cup of tea, but if it if it is your cup of tea, to see they don't make big epic like fucking movies like this anymore. I mean, this movie feels like oh my god, why, where are these movies? So if you're in, if you love movies and you really want to see a big fucking well made movie, man, you gotta see it. Well, well Scorsese is absolutely like he he doesn't just talk when he's when he's talking about marvel and how it's not cinema he's no not, he means you know he care he yes he comes out and he makes the anti-marvel movie yes with something like this where you need to be engrossed in the characters engrossed in the dialogue you there's need to be paying real, attention real, and you need to be in a theater watching it there's some real moral human quandaries there's some serious like historical like important issues like mm. this guy's saying something and he's doing something with this i do think having read the book and maybe you agree the leonardo dicaprio character there was a lot of liberties taken with him well it's one of, it's one of those things where um yeah i th- yes like first of all him him and De Niro, uh De Niro, those guys in real life were much younger than the actors i mean i think you know Yes, I think you're right. And but, the other thing is, how often does Leo play a bad person? Well, actually, Not often. Right? I think I think more often. I think in Scorsese movies, pretty consistently. I mean, he's a bad guy in uh, in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think he. But you you can't help but love him though. Well, he, that's the talent. That's the skill. Is like he is I, it this is it a talent. 
or I, is it just he's a beautiful care like charismatic uh, but that is i think I, a, a talent i think where you're like why do, do i especially in this movie he is a again i don't want to spoil but he is a monster he is mm. a monster and yet there's something endearing about him where you're like yeah, that's where the the liberty is taken. And well, a it's because you're following him, so they, they have to kind of do that. Yeah. And B, I really think it is Scorsese since Mean Streets, since like day one, trying to understand how people could be monsters to each other. Yeah. Like even Goodfellas, you're like, oh, it's greed. Like I think he he has to see confliction in the person. There has to be a thing of like. There's no way this was easy on them. It's like there has to be a complexity. Mm. And then you have those characters, I don't want to name any names, but there's one in this movie who's played by uh, a very famous person who we've already named, who is just like a devil. It's just like a pure fucking scumbag piece of shit. Mm. And he has those guys too. Oh, but yeah. I, uh, I, I really would love to get into it, to be honest, because I have real opinions, but I kind of can't because I really don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I have a rule. I only spoil movies I don't like yeah. on here. It, or if it's I, been I a really lot of time. Like this. Yeah. yeah, that's true. What's um, the cutoff for spoiling? I would say like, a, I think after a year. Wow. I, I think after a year, it's like, all right, guys. That's a, yeah, that's There's a, classics I've never seen, and I'd be mad if people spoiled them for me, but I would be more mad at myself for having not gotten to it. It's like, true. you got to get to it. But, That's um, true. I thought Brendan Fraser laid it on a little thick in this movie. Yeah, I think that... But a lot of people don't seem to agree with me. I think I it know. was meant to be funny, in a way. Yeah. I think it was meant to be sort of outrageous. Yeah, I can um, see that. Um, uh, not enough Jesse Plemons. Which, that was a shock. Yeah, because that was... Considering that was, the book. That was, yeah, half the book. That was a shock, but he was great in it. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, man, it was God, great. what an all-star cast. Yeah, Lithgow was of, in of there. Ringers. Just a fucking cool movie, man. Oh, yeah. Are we going to see Napoleon, dude? Uh, it's funny. My dad just asked me. I feel like I would see it. I don't know why he's not doing an accent. I don't know what that choice is. <laughs> the fuck is that choice? You know what? I kind of like the choice. Uh, Enough with the accents already. Drop the accent. Get a French guy. And I'm not saying that, like, because, oh, you should get... I'm, I'm just saying, like... How often do we come on here and we shit on accents that actors do because they're terrible? Be good at it. Get a guy who can do it. That's the job. <laughs> you can't just say, oh, don't worry about it. You don't have to play the character. I don't know. It's, it's a choice. I, I never, I often don't like that choice. I often. It's there, more of an old timey choice. It is. What's the um, the war movie Kubrick did? Uh, Kirk Douglas. Paths of Glory. Paths of Glory. Which I just saw for the first time and it was quite good. Yeah, no, nobody's doing accents in that you are right yeah you are right about it's, it's, that. it's an old it's an old timey choice yeah and you know what honestly you'd think of if, if anyone was going to try doing something nuts like that it would be Joaquin phoenix that's actually what surprises me more is he feels like the kind of actor that would be like no i'm no, going to I'm, learn french I'm, yeah you're like and it's like <laughs> i'm only going to speak in french yeah. on the set well, all the crew needs to learn french a little surprised yeah i don't know maybe he, he was he was inspired by ridley scott's laziness <laughs> to not to just kind of phone it in and have things look nice and not really be that interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's hard to say. But I, I, I think my favorite Ryan take is that Ridley Scott stinks. Today, a coworker of mine mentioned a Ridley Scott movie. He's like, oh, you got to see Body of Lies with Leo. And I'm like, oh, I've never seen that. And he goes, it's Ridley Scott. And in my head, and you're like, wah, wah, well, I had to be like, wah. oh, cool. Oh, which, by the way, I wanted to say this. 
I, I, I work, I have a new coworker and this was interesting. This was like a, conf- like a weird thing I went through. It was a, a, a um, describe this coworker. All right. I will trust me, but mm. this was a, I don't know, an existential crisis I had because of this guy. I'm assuming he's young. He's my age. He's, oh. our, he's your age. He's our age. Oh, wow. Okay. This guy, he's a good guy. Solid dude. I don't have too much to say about him except this. Um, he's, he's a very normal dude. He likes sports. He talks about sports. He has children. He has a house, a mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. Like, very normal dad and normal guy. So I'm talking to him, and this motherfucker knows almost as much about movies as me. He listens to the same movie podcasts. He knows all the same like comedians, all the fucking deep cuts. And we're talking about Scorsese and he's like throwing out facts. I'm like, what'd you think about this movie? He saw Flowers Moon and I'm like, this motherfucker knows a lot about like movies. So then I just start throwing out names. I'm just throwing out names. You're trying trying to throw him a curveball and he's hitting everything out of the park. (laughs) And if he hasn't seen them... If he hasn't seen them, he's at least heard of them. The next day, he's like, oh, yeah, I watched it last night. Or he's seen movies that I've never seen. He'd be like, you ever see this uh, Villanova? You know, that director. I don't know mm. a lot of him. I've only seen a handful of movies by him. So I'm like, no, nah, I never saw this, never saw that. Then he's naming, because um, uh, Fincher's new movie, The Killer's coming out. Yeah. So we're talking about Fincher, and I'm like, he's not going to. This dude fucking knows deep cut Zodiac references. He's throwing out fucking shit left and right. He's like, what do you, and he listens to the same, he listens to the big picture. I'm like, I don't know anybody that listens to that except me. So I'm like, I had this like existential crisis of like, if knowing about movies and like entertainment is not interest, like if that's not like who I am, like, cause this guy's normal. He's got a wife, he's got kids. So then I think, Okay, I, I always thought, like, I'm sacrificing normal, but I have this obsession. Now it's like, this guy's got the obsession, and he's normal, and he can go toe-for-toe, toe, like, about what he heard on the fan today and, like, on ESPN. It's like, fuck you, dude. Like, there was a feeling of, like, well, then what do I have? Yeah, that's like um, uh, our former guest, Brian Sabrini, was like that with me. Yeah, you it's like... He could talk as eloquently about skateboarding as he can about sports yeah. and movies and just like he, he knows about beers and, and all this, this guitar he could shred the guitar and like, you're just like well what the fuck am i then i guess i'm just an <laughs> asshole i thought i was cool that i knew this shit but i guess i'm just a fucking asshole <laughs> like it, i wasted so much time this guy has a house he's got children it was it just now look he's not an especially funny guy good sense of humor likes a lot of good comedians mm. but not an especially funny guy and as much as he made like movies I don't believe he could make Maddie Ice P.I. I don't think he has that kind of weirdness. And as much as he may listen to You're giving to po- this a lot of thought, Ryan. And as much as he may not, he might like a lot of good podcasts, I don't think he could make a podcast. I, I think you need to go to therapy. This so is like. There is a part of me that's like, okay, you know what? That motherfucker doesn't got this. No, I'm, I'm complimenting myself. I'm saying, like, he doesn't have this skill. He doesn't have this. I think you're putting him down. That's correct. <laughs> but here's the thing. I know that guy's already above me. Anybody who has a house and children and, and, and is killing it and like he's already beating me. We're gonna need to um get this guy on the show, I think. Really cool guy. Cool guy. Yeah. But I'm 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 a little upset. Um <laughs> I was like obsessed with this guy. Like, like You're obsessed with this man. He sent me an SNL sketch from a new episode, and it was so funny that I'm now watching SNL again. And I'm like, this guy, I'm supposed I should be schooling this guy. 
Like, what's going on? Is this guy uh, a Denville guy? He quotes, I think you should leave. Mm. Like, he knows. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, well, he does live in Denville now. He's not originally from Denville. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a super cool dude. He's a cool guy. He, he worked in a brewery. He knows a lot about beers. It's like one of these guys. Is he, is he attractive? Is he a good looking guy? Does he have it all? I would say he's probably uh, conventionally more attractive than me, but I don't think he's anything special. Okay. I will say this. He goes, oh, I was at the bar the other night and a girl hit on me. And it's like, oh, I'm married. And I wanted to be like, why don't you get the fuck out of the truck? <laughs> How did you get the fuck out of the truck? I don't want to hear it, dude. <laughs> get out of the truck. And you know, I actually do like this guy. It's just, it's like, it, it, it becomes this mind fuck of like, I look at like, I grew up with people like like my dad who knew a lot about sports and stuff. And I always think like, whatever, like that's not my thing. My thing is movies. My little brother knows sports and movies. So you just start to get to this point where you're like, I could still be normal. Why am I not normal? I got nothing to blame it on here. What makes me unique? You know? I was self-destructing. <laughs> whatever. I know more about movies than him. Fuck him. <laughs> he don't know him like I know him. He's a cool guy. It was actually really refreshing to be able to talk to somebody at work yeah, who actually yeah. knows it shit. It sounds like you have a boy at work. I have a lot of guys there that I like, but it was nice that I had this. Are you this... guys a team? Today we were. It was oh, nice yeah. that we had something in common to talk about. We had like a it's... common ground. So I have no real... Listen, there's guys I work with there who I don't like, and then you find a common ground like, oh, you read that too, or you saw that too, and then you know you want to find a common ground. So there's really nothing wrong with this guy. It's just... It was all me. It was all self-doubting myself. I just picture. I, I I know this is this is an insult, but the, the Charlie Sheen Emilio Estevez um, classic. We were in a garbage truck today. Men at work. It's not. You're not. It's not that crazy. And I don't. I'm not in the garbage truck all the time. But today, me and him were in it. So that was a Comedy Central movie when I was a young. What I remember is the joke where they go golf clap, and then they they do a golf clap. Okay, and I remember when they're I'm, they're sweeping out all the sludge. At the, uh, on the bottom of... <laughs> I knew a guy who liked that movie, but I don't know that I ever really like got into it. It's probably bad. Probably. I think I had it on VHS. But it was one of those things, if it was on Comedy Central and I was a certain age, I was going to watch it and probably like it. I know, know what you mean. To, no, a, to an extent. No, definitely. I know what you mean. By the way, I have on my... That's one of my notes. Normal coworker knows movies. <laughs> that was one of my notes. But see how I very smoothly was like made it seem like I just thought of it? That's how you do notes. I like it. That's how you do it. I'm he couldn't it. do that. That's podcasting. You know what I'm saying? There's only one way to find out. We have to bring him on. No, jokes aside, he likes uh, We get along. And jokes aside, um, dude, there is just that feeling. You can relate, though, on some level. I'm laughing right now because I've said we should have him on the show three times, and you've completely- Oh, I'm not having him on just, the show. Just stonewalled me I don't each wanna, time. I, can't, I don't want coworkers. Well, you know no, how I, it is telling people about this pod. I'm not ready for that yet. Maybe if I hang out with him a couple more times, but there is. You have to gain his trust first. <laughs> kind of, yeah. This I tell people I've told coworkers about Matty Ice. Very few. Mm. I haven't even told them about this. Like we've talked about this. The idea of having a podcast is like. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to. Uh, yes, uh, that takes an, that takes another step of trust. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so there's 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 got to be more to me than just knowing movies, though, right? <laughs> like, what's I, I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. Ryan, knows movies, is funny, victim. I got to figure out what what else I got. I gotta, people are hitting on me at bars, I'll tell you that. Whatever. Whatever. We have emails. All right. Let's we do. have quite a few. 
All right, let's do it. Oh, we will not be playing any audio emails today. Okay. No you're just, audio. You're just no putting audio. Your foot down on I'm that? putting my foot down. No audio emails. We've got a lot of 31 for 31 emails. Thanks, everyone. That is coming very soon. Oh, well, this is an audio. So, not going to play that. Uh, this is an also, an- another, another audio. Yeah, this is an audio. Here yeah. we go. Here's not an audio. And Sweet. I, I've not read this one either. All right. There is a YouTube link, though. There is. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Subject line, exploring Joe Pesci's journey to the music in, in the music industry. This is by Billy Ruane. Hey, Billy. Good morrow, fellows. Fellas. I hope this message finds you well. I wanted to take a moment to shed light on the intriguing musical journey of Joe Pesci, the acclaimed actor and occasional singer. We were just talking about Scorsese, of course. He's in a lot of those movies. Joe Pesci, renowned for his remarkable performance in various iconic films, including Goodfellas and Home Alone, ventured into the music industry with the release of his album, Vincent LaGuardia Gambini Sings Just For You, in 1998. The unexpected transition showcased his talent not only in acting, but also in the realm of music. Not to interrupt, but I believe he's singing as the character from My Cousin Vinny. Mm. He had a music career earlier. Didn't he, like, discover the Four Seasons? I'm not sure. I believe he's in that movie, or uh, play. Oh. Despite his limited discography, Pesci's foray into the world of jazz and swing music was well-received by enthusiasts, displaying a side of the artist that many had not seen before. While not as prominent as his acting career, his musical endeavors added a unique dimension to his multifaceted persona. I love these professional emails. <laughs> I encourage you to delve into the enthralling fusion of talent and passion that characterizes Joe Pesci's musical endeavors. His contributions to the music industry, though lesser known, remain a fascinating facet of his artistic repertoire. Feel free to explore more about Joe Pesci's musical career and share your thoughts on his remarkable aspect of his career. On this remarkable aspect of his career, here's a YouTube link, and then best regards, William Michael Ruane. Hey, my middle name is Michael. Wait, a couple Michaels. Yeah. Hey, you remember how I said I wasn't playing audio on the show? Yeah. Let's see. It's a bitches that it gets Whoa. It's a bitches that it gets <laughs> All right, so it's, it's Rapture Blondie uh-huh. sampled in there. I gotta say, it's very well produced. The sounds, the, sa- the sounds are there. Billy's also in the send the Steven Seagal song. He, he loves to send his actors' music careers. I would much rather listen to this than Steven Seagal. I don't know who wrote these lyrics. It certainly wasn't Joe Pesci. Rapture's a good song. Oh, Rapture's an amazing song. I'm a wise guy. I definitely have heard this song before. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm aware of this album. Yeah. Well, that went down the wrong pipe, that fucking burrito. All right. Um, I have no idea what to say about that. We did. We have. We've. I've said all I have to say. I believe he's in character, uh, and uh, it's a very that is a very fucking strange thing that that that, that exists in the world. He, Great actor, though. I mean, for what he does. he wasn't a wise guy though in that movie. He was a lawyer. Yeah, but he 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 was yeah. 
You're right. So so who was that? Well, you know what it is. I guess it's just like that's. It was the character of Joe Pesci, right, and not the actual man. I think Joe Pesci just like that's what people relate him to because of all the movies in which he's plays. How tough do you think Joe Pesci actually is? Actually, I think probably very tough. I think Joe Pesci is probably a son of a bitch. Yeah, I think he's probably a mean son of a bitch. I would be afraid to be seated at next to him at a bar. Do I think he kills people like in the movies? No. But I think he's probably a very old school Italian guy. He's probably like he probably is a very mean dude. But do you think that's all bark, or is there some bite in there? Well, too? he's very small, so I don't, the Napoleon complex, if you will. So I don't think he could do much. Hmm. But I think that he uh, he'll curse you out. Oh, of course, you I know mean, the mouth on that guy. Sure, that's yeah. bark. Yeah, he's probably mostly bark. Did remember speaking of SNL? Remember the Joe Pesci show? No, of course. Who played Joe Pesci? Was that Jim Brewer? Yeah. God, Jim Brewer, what a piece of what a pile of shit that guy is. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Really? Jim Brewer. You don't like Jim Brewer? I I liked Half Baked, and I thought he had like a couple of funny characters in SNL. Joe Pesci was good. I liked the sheep thing. He's kind of a beloved man of New Jersey. He has some good stand-up bits. Have you seen his stand-up recently? It's not great. Not recently, but I've heard he's. I've heard him tell some great stories. He has some great behind-the-scenes stories about uh, working on SNL. Yeah, he does. I just I've heard a lot of his stand-up where it's like. What was his one stand-up? It's all spe- sounds. It's all like brr, he just does noises. It was. A, he had one really good stand-up special when we were in maybe middle school or high school. I don't even know. I don't even know. Hardcore, I think I'm it sure was called. I'm sure I saw it. I'm sure I saw it. Oh, yeah. I think me and the uh, the Suburns used to watch uh, He talks about hardcore. Metallica. ACDC was yeah. the bit, and I remember from he, Hardcore. He also talks, is that the one where he talks about the different boozes? You drink all the different boozes and they don't get along in your stomach? I don't, I don't remember brewer. that. That's a brewer's uh, bit. Yeah. I always kind of liked him just, I mean, he, he was better. Watch some of the stuff he's been doing. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's. I don't, it's not even the politics. I don't care about that. I just think it's. I don't a, know anything about his politics. They're interesting, but I think I think his. I think a lot of his stand up is a lot of like, uh, uh, just sounds. He's just making sounds. I don't know. That could be funny. I guess it could be funny. Maybe I'm wrong. I've seen a lot on the internet where I thought this guy's not very funny. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Listener, what do you think about Jim Brewer? Email us, the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail.com. Tell us, uh, what do you think? I like the sheep thing he did, right? Well, yeah. What was that? It was his SNL characters weren't quite as good as um I thought like I felt I feel like he's better than the sum of his characters. Who do you think? Now this is gonna be a question. Mm. This is an this is a meaty question. M- meaty. Be- best best SNL cast member of all time. Oh. I know that's come on. That's hard. And I don't mean like they went on to do the best stuff. I you mean, mean on, on the, the show, show. To our to your knowledge, because we didn't watch every fucking episode or season, but to your knowledge. Oh my God. It's impossible. I can't answer it. So it's not even fair of me to ask you. You can maybe do a, a Mount Rushmore. That yeah. you can do. Yeah. And the Mount Rushmore would be what? Jim Belushi. I guess you'd have to put somebody from the original cast on. I'd say either him or Chevy Chase. I think you'd have to put on there. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I think you're right. You'd have to put... 
It's hard, dude. It's hard. It's like, everybody's been on that fucking show. And then it's tough because your bias, right? You have a bias. Some people would want to put Will Ferrell there. I think Some, Will. I think Will Ferrell would earn it. I think Will Ferrell. Yeah, he would was. Earn it. Yeah, he was really he awesome while he was on the show. I mean, certainly. how many goddamn characters did he have? I mean, I think he. I think he's up there. I mean, I loved Farley. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got a guy like Dana Carvey that's super talented. It's impo- It's an impossible thing to do. Yeah. It really is. I mean, the amount of talent that's come out of that show is I know. just completely incredible. As much as it's fun to shit on that show, the amount of talent that has been on that show mm. is, is there's no other show like it ever. Yeah. I, I think most lists, if you looked it up, you're, you're going to get Belushi... Eddie Murphy. Some people put Bill Murray high, but I don't think he did anything that great on the show. Mm. I, I did that lounge singer. I, I I I think that a lot of times they're just counting. Um, yeah, like Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd was great. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was great. That whole original cast was great. Uh, it's hard to say, man. Jeez. Yeah, there was a lot of good ones. Pete Davidson. I was seriously just going <laughs> to say Pete Davidson. I swear to God. I just saw him in something else. The guy shows up in everything. We don't got to get into that. We don't got to get into that. But yeah. My oh my. We have more emails. Do we? Because I'm actually not sure if we do. They're mostly just Dylan's recordings uh, yeah. and, or 31 for 31s. <laughs> I mean, I, like, honestly, I, I think there's, we have another, I think we might have another Billy. Other than that, they're pretty much Dylan or 31 for 31s. I don't think we have anything here. Hmm. Here's really? something. Here's something. That, let's play with this Dylan recording here. <laughs> okay. Hey, fellas. I'm, uh... I'm attempting to uh, go to sleep. <sighs> have we heard this one already? No. I'm awake. Just, I can't. Uh, yeah, we got to get him on the Turbo Podcast episode, Network. And uh, you're talking about Frasier. And geez, Louise, dudes, I fucking love Frasier. <laughs> Wait, maybe we have heard this one. about this before. Um, I know I've at least talked to Ryan about it before. Uh, yeah, Fra- Frasier is a huge part of my life. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's like, uh, we're out we're out what right. did i say i said to, i said to ryan a couple days ago in a text i said what did <laughs> i say i said if you bring up frazier on this episode i will torpedo the show faster than you can say toss salads and scrambled eggs well it's not a total coincidence that i played that i didn't bring it up mm, that, that is true i didn't bring it up i don't want to talk about frazier do you want to talk about the new beatles song are you rocking out to that i i i did listen to it what'd you think did, did you listen to it I tried. <laughs> you I, couldn't get through I, four minutes. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I listened to like ten sec. I listened to like twenty seconds. I thought, oh, whatever. Yeah, I thought it was some um, impressive how they put it together. But um, is it good? The, the 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 production was a little too much, and that sense that seems to happen. The bigger and more legendary the band is, for some reason the the production value, it's. It gets so high that something happens and it, it sounds like compressed and it sounds like very like too new. Like I, 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 I kind of knew. I, I, I kind of know what you mean. Like I wish that they had given more thought to. Well, it's like when they reboot stuff 
and then it doesn't look like the old stuff. There's a thing of like if the if the whole point is nostalgia, it should sound like it would have. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it's sort of like when you see, um, yeah, when the you come back from a reboot. Take yeah. The Frasier reboot that I haven't watched. I didn't bring it up. So. <laughs> You know, originally what they would they would shoot on. I always, well, definitely film. It, yeah, is that what they? I always confuse if they use videotape or film. I think Frasier was film. I think. Yeah, so I think nobody's using that no. anymore, and you can really see the difference. Yeah, like an old soap opera versus a new soap opera. Yeah, and it's jarring. And um, with something like the Beatles, who haven't had a new song in fifty years, can't figure out why. I don't know why they haven't. Could be that the half of them are dead. Could be the reason. Um, to, for for them to come back and really try to make it sound like they recorded it yesterday. I think. Hey, yesterday. I have Beatles pun for you. Um, I feel like that wasn't a good move. That that be, <laughs> that being said, I agree. There there is. I I like the song. It's Man, a, it's I, like it's kind of like a. It, it's Lennon. I think it's a Lennon song, a Lennon demo. Yeah, that they were able to use audio polishing, special Peter Jackson software to strip the the audio from the um, the guitar, piano, whatever it was, and and is you know I I do like the song, and I probably would like it more if I was just listening to. The, I should listen to the song. I, I should the listen kind to- of crummy demo. I shall listen to the song and give the song a fair chance. I would play it if I didn't think no, that we would yeah. immediately get flagged for it. My feelings were more personal about the idea of what they did than of the song. My feelings was this is just a really gross, fucking weird thing to do. And, uh, and I know a lot of people were like, oh, it, it gives me, it makes me happy. It's like I get to, to me, it's like, dude, the guy's dead. Well, like, dude, dude, move on. <laughs> move on. You weren't alive when this band was around. It's done. Like, fucking move on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go as far to, to say it, it was gross because the headline is just AI makes new Beatles song. That's gross. Well, that's not really what happened. I read a whole article Okay. About what they did. So maybe I'm wrong. They took an original, like I just said, original yeah. Lennon demo. They were able to strip his vocal from whatever other instrument he's playing on it. They uh, apparently attempted to do this while Harrison was still alive. And he, they, they weren't able to make it work because they didn't have the technology. It didn't exist then. They still have Harrison's guitar tracks from back in the 90s or whenever he did it. They incorporate that. And then Lennon... And Ringo, or not Lennon, McCartney and Ringo come back and they track over it now. I, I guess it's a, it's cool. It's cool from a technology point of view. Yeah. I just feel like the people that are like crying about it, that are like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm hearing a new Beatles song. It's like, you're, you're not, first of all. <laughs> you're not hearing a new Beatles song. So get that out of your head. And second of all, it's like, there's a, to me, it's just like, I don't know. The Beatles. It's like... Yeah, we know. You don't like the Beatles. I don't dislike the Beatles. I don't dislike the Beatles. I dislike this thing of like... Like, I, it was a band. It was a fucking band. 
Like, I just, I just move. Like, there's so many bands. I just don't understand the obsession. It's like, you got it. Dude, did you see that new documentary? You actually see young Paul McCartney pick his nose. It's like, I don't care. We like, I, I just don't care. And it's not even like it's fossils. It's not even like it's like we're digging into the like, we're, we're hearing something Beethoven did that we've never heard before. It's like two of them are still alive. Paul McCartney's still playing. Like, like I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. You're just, you're preloaded with this. Um, I don't know if I call it a bit or whatever. I don't know. I've heard this before. I've heard this before, Ryan. I know that you have. Many of these people haven't, but it's also it's. it's <laughs> You've done it on the podcast before. It's not even like I dislike the Beatles. I, I don't know. You, I've never heard you say one good thing about the Beatles. Whoa, is so, there room? Like, why? Like, everybody else won't shut up about how good they so are. So you need to level it off. I don't even like being that contrarian guy. You know, you, you know those people that are like, <laughs> this is- you know those people that are like, the Beatles suck. Like, that's not me. I understand that they were like a colossal, like an enormously impactful band that like had a huge change on music and on a lot of people's lives and i totally get that i do i just think there is a level of like obsession there's just a level of obsession of nostalgic obsession that i find to be exhausting at this point how do you feel about the grateful dead but see that's the thing the grateful dead have their fans the beatles is everyone everyone it's your mom it's the guy next door the mailman, every fucking person treats them like, like they were the saviors of the world. It's like, dude, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't wrap my head around it. I'm sorry. The Grateful Dead have their fans. Like, that's fine. You can have a cultish fandom. I and mean, they have a lot of fans, dude. You can have a cultish they fandom. They have crazy amounts of fans. But like, I don't hear about them on a regular basis. I don't. Mm. It just feels like- We must keep different company. Well- I don't keep dead in company, if that's what you mean. I, I just think, I don't know. I, I, there's just something about it. I don't know what it is. It, it's like they're hanging on, man. There was that movie, what was it, Yesterday or whatever, mm-hmm. where it was like, what if the Beatles never existed? And it's like, I don't know, dude. You wouldn't have a few albums? Like some other band would have filled their place. Like, dude, what do you think they are? <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. I just, I'm sick of it. Okay? They're not gods. Okay? <laughs> it's like, I'm sick of it. I'm sorry. You can I, never bring up the Beatles ever again I on didn't show. need to get into a whole thing. I, how Spider-Man, many- Marvel, the Beatles, Spider-Man and Marvel are the same thing, I guess. Do you think a lot of people are going to be mad at this opinion? Or do you think most, I think a lot of people will agree. I'm sure a lot of people will agree. Yeah, I've just I've heard I've you've def, you've ha, you've had this rant before. I feel like I'm living in a rerun. Well, here. it might have been like 70 episodes at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it might have been a long time ago. I think I think it, it might might be time to wrap up for for recycling material. Well, here. we are who we are. You know, we don't have an infinity amount of opinions. You know, you're gonna repeat yourself sometimes. You know, there's there's a, some there's an infinity amount of things to talk about. You've never went and saw like a a, a comedian or a band or somebody, and then they do the, oh they're doing the song, they're doing the bit. I love this bit. I love this song. It's mm. not a people don't mind that. That's not something people mind. Uh, you know, 
I, I well, don't speak, speak for yourself. I don't mind it. I like it. I like when I listen to something and it's like, oh, that's that's so them, or they're doing this again. I also don't think I've ranted about the Beatles in a very long time. I guess. All right, so we'll we'll, reca- ca- we'll catch up again in seventy episodes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. If you want to end the show, Adam, let me just say this. Well, come. You brought it up. You just brought it up. Mm. Well, you let me know, man. You you crack the door open, and then I. I just never want to feel I'll like I'm forcing push. somebody to do something. That's all. No, of course not. That's not fun. Who'd want to do that? Exactly. A creep. A sicko. Yeah, a weirdo. A disgusting human. A monster. I'm not that. Ernest Burkhart. Yeah, exactly. I wish we could spoil it. But whatever. Kaiser Sose killed all the Osage Indians. <laughs> I will say one more thing about the Flowers Moon, not Beatles. Don't worry. Um, there were certain scenes of deaths in it that I f- actually was like, man, do we have to see this? These are real people. Like there was, and I've never felt like, I feel like Scorsese in a very subtle way. When you see people die in like Goodfellas or something, you don't feel it as much. And in this movie, there was one murder in particular that when they show it to you, I was like, I don't want to see this. And I, I never don't want to see movie... Uh. So like it's kind of the point though. Well, then that's what I'm saying is I feel like that was the point. The point was to make you I here's what I I will say this. When I talk about Scorsese is sort of talking about his own career cuz I feel like he did this in Irishman also. I think he knows that people who watch Casino or Goodfellas or even Wolf of Wall Street are maybe getting the wrong idea and they think and they're sort of like romanticizing or celebrating these bad people. And I feel like in these movies at the end of his life, it's his way of saying like no no, like this is bad. Mm. And so the 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 feeling is not like oh that murder was awesome. The feeling is like oh my fucking god, it's terrible. No. And that he could get that out of you. I feel like he's doing I feel like that's on purpose. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this uh yeah, this movie you you're not walking away like you might with Wolf of Wall Street thinking like oh that guy was a party. Yeah, it, it was a party. He no. was a scumbag, but it was a party. Yeah. No, it's that this is not that movie. And I felt the same way about Irishman. Mm. I felt like he doesn't really show anything fun about the greed. There is a feeling of like these are very stupid people doing very horrible things. And getting away with it because nobody cared, mm. and I think that's the point of the of, of of it overall. Without spoiling anything, how'd you like the the coda of the film? I you, the ending there. Mm. I actually loved it. Yeah, and I think because I actually that's really what I sort of want to talk about, but I can't because I don't want to spoil. But I feel like that was also very intentional, mm. and I thought it was. I think I thought it was great. Yeah, you know, the classic thing would have been to put up, uh, you know, pictures, real yeah. pictures, and and text, and just kind of have your audience read, you know. God, I, 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 it's what so became? Hard. It's so hard to not of the characters, spoil it. but the way that Scorsese, it was fast just forward so, if you don't want even light spoilers because we're talking here, you yeah, know. But yeah, I just really liked. I've never seen. It was such a creative way to close out that film. It was creative. And there's a choice in there too that was sort of like experimental. Yeah. 
I feel like again there was a because you know how he, that whole thing is sort of like a a show like a an entertainment. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very much so again him being like this is kind of what I do. I this is what it is that I'm doing, and then when he has that final moment, it's a moment of like, but understand, this is real, mm. and and it's bad. And I I thought I thought the movie made its point. I know there were some indigenous people that didn't care for the framing of it, and I and I get it. Listen, I get it. They're, they don't want to watch other indigenous people be murdered for four hours. I can't say I blame them, you know. But uh, I think everyone's heart was in the right place Mm -hmm. and i i really liked it a lot so and there you have it folks yeah another uh, another hour of ryan and adam's show (laughs) come back next week where we'll be doing 31 and 31 it's happening finally over thanksgiving you're gonna get to hear about the horror movies we're doing it yeah yeah it should be good i'm excited for it and uh yeah man is that it that's it. Um, well, if that's it, all I will say is, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I want to hold your hand, and uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, the Beatles are the best, man. It should, they changed the world, and I love them. And I cry just listening to that new song. I cry because I think about how meaningful. They were in the 60s, a long, long fucking time ago. And that's it. It's good. And goodbye, everyone. Here we come, walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. To do. We don't want the time to get restless. There's always something new. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We're just trying to be friendly. Come and watch us sing and play. We're the young generation. And we've got something to say. Just look over your shoulder Guess who'll be standing there Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around